It is now time for me and my Roku with your host, Peter Clay. Hello, Peter. Incidentally, this is Peter. So we have a voicemail now from Peter. Not everybody sounds like Peter Clay. Peter was like my brother. This is my brother, Peter. Pete, you are not. <laughs> More CEOs named Peter. Holy crap, it's Peter. Oh, I love Peter. Who's that? That's Pete. All right, Pete, we're not friends no more. Okay, I'm with you, Peter. Who's your guy? Peter. Last but not least, Peter. Does Pete really need to be here? Yes, he does. Peter Clay is here today. Good luck tonight, Peter. Peter, walk away. Come on, Pete. Your host, Peter Clay. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another scintillating, exciting, and thunderous edition of me and my Roku. I'm your host, Peter Clay. Welcome aboard. This is the podcast where I come from time to time. Sometimes it's like every two weeks, and uh, like this time, like four or five days. You never know when it's going to happen. That's the beauty of podcasting. The beauty of streaming is that everybody does what they do, and I just show you what I do, and then you can take with that with what you wish and uh, do with it as you wish. That's the, the plan. I don't tell you what to do uh, or how to do it or anything like that. I just tell you what I do, and you decide for yourself. We got an exciting program today. Um, we got storms in the area. We're getting prepared for storms in the area, so we're all a little... Um, <laughs> to get, it's a kind of a crowded studio here today. So I got the little missus behind me and all of our children, quote-unquote. Um, well, th three of the four. And so it could be an exciting uh, show here today. Also, uh, have a new interview because we've had the Little Misses on as a guest three or four times now. So I have a brand new guest that we'll get to tonight. And it's not the Little Misses. I'm venturing outside of the household. Not necessarily family, but at least I'm outside of the house. We'll get there. We'll get big celebrity stars here to talk to eventually here. So with that, we have plenty to get to. So let's get started. Okay, so the beauty of doing a show just recently after I did a show is I get a chance to kind of reflect on some of the things I might have said or maybe I didn't say them the way I wanted to say them at the time I said them. Because, <laughs> little fun fact, when I listen to my podcast during the day, so from 6.30 in the morning until roughly around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm listening to podcasts all day of varying different degrees and all that stuff. And I listen to them at one and a half speed to get them all in. So sometimes when I'm talking here, I already feel like I'm at that one and a half speed and I get so excited to talk about a subject that I sometimes blow by what I'm trying, what I'm thinking. And I don't always get out what I want to say and all that stuff. So one of the things I'm reflecting on is one of the questions I had in the last program was, was the question from Marion when she was talking about living on a, a limited income and has a Roku uh, and, but the only thing that she can really afford right now is Netflix, but would love to watch the Yellowstone series of shows, either 1883 and Yellowstone. And I kind of, I kind of just kind of glossed over it. So I, I understand the feeling that some people have that they would rather give up their firstborn than give up Netflix. And I've been here as a 
testament for this on this program for the most time to say Netflix is fine. We all like Netflix. Who doesn't like Netflix? Do you like Netflix? We all like Netflix, right? Dog dog like not likes Netflix. Everyone loves Netflix. But sometimes it doesn't, you know, sometimes you can let things go for a little while and explore other things out there and realize that there are other things out there. Now, I love the little misses. I'm not giving up the little misses to, you know, because there could be other things out there and all that stuff. But, you know, I've made that commitment. <laughs> this is the beauty of having her in the studio here. But uh, there, you know, anyway, but the point being is uh, I went then and looked because uh, I thought sometimes Pluto TV has specials and that way you could watch it free with ads. And I neither 1883 or Yellowstone presently are on Pluto TV. So in order to get either of those shows, 1883 would be Paramount Plus and Yellowstone uh, is on Peacock. And I, but I don't know about the current season. I didn't really quite check up on that, but I believe that's the case. So the first four seasons are on Peacock for sure. So if we wanted to do a little scenario here, and if you don't want to give up your Netflix, well, you've made your Netflix bed. That part I did say in that I'm going to hold on to. However, let me just point out to you, either Marion or other people out there, that even if you got Paramount Plus without ads, Nine ninety nine, and the Peacock Premium that still has ads, but five ninety nine that's still less than one Netflix. So you'd have two services for the price of one, and then you can explore all the other things around there. You might even find that some of the movies are that are that are on Netflix too. So you know you wouldn't be giving anything up. Just a thought, okay? So and maybe you only have to do it for a month. You got all the shows in. Then you can drop those two and then bring back your Netflix. And they'll give you a big, warm hug when you do it, too. There, I hit my mic because I'm so excited talking about it. So that was one reflection that I had. The other reflection I had on was about this proposed or kind of thought that maybe perhaps Netflix could buy Roku. And I was kind of skeptical on that. And because, one, I don't think Roku is in that stage. It's not a big up you know, preppy upstart, you know, going, oh, look at us, you know, type of thing. This is a big company now. It's been around for, I don't know, 12, 14 years now. And it went public in 2008. I'm sorry, 2018, 2017, in that general range. And so the thought of maybe possibly a merger, that was the one thing I could do. Because it would have to be an all-stock deal. I mean, Netflix really doesn't have any leverage right now. And they don't have the cash. So there's that. But then a lot of the Roku employees, and that's how the story kind of leaked out, were kind of interested because they own all this stock and where is it going type of thing. We want to make some money. So a potential merger. So when I listen to other programs and other on other podcasts, they kind of seem to agree with me that a merger seems more likely than an outright acquisition of Roku. So that would be interesting. And, and one idea that came out actually sounds kind of intriguing where Roku would be the company, but Netflix would be the product. Ooh, how about that app, them apples? So we'll just have to see. I don't intend on anything happening. And then we might have a little story later on in the news notes and stuff that might clarify some of those things too. The other uh, subject I talked about was sports and streaming and all the different things going on with that. Well, then just as I kind of wrapped up that podcast the other day, Boom, lightning strikes, and our dear friends at Apple then decide to sign a 10-year deal to stream every single 
major league soccer game in the U.S. I, I'm sorry, worldwide. So American soccer now is going to have a bigger audience. Um, that's starting next season. So no more trying to figure it out. In fairness, ESPN Plus has done a pretty good job of showing the MLS soccer for the last two or three years, let's just say. But then you're getting used to it and there's, why isn't this game on ESPN plus? Oh, it's on FS one or FS two even, or or something or some other place or the regional sports networks even too. And they want an exclusive sometimes. So this gets it all in one place under one umbrella and maybe somebody who's got some cash that's going to keep it going. So that's a 10 year deal. That's a good, probably a good deal for MLS. Does it, what does it mean for American soccer? Is it going to make it, uh, well, we're going to give the English premier league a run for its money now. Probably not, but at least gives it an audience. Like if you like football or soccer, there's more soccer for you. (laughs) And it'll be on maybe a service that you already have. So they're going to bring it back, it up into three parts. It's going to be on Apple TV plus at no extra charge, or you can get it just through your Apple TV app. uh, And, if you if that's all you want, if you just want soccer and you don't want Ted Lasso and For All Mankind and anything else that they offer. So, and one other big little news in it wouldn't affect doesn't really affect me as part of me and my Roku, but I did kind of enjoy uh, my days off or when I had COVID, uh, waking up in the morning and watching in the Indian cricket or no Premier League IPL, and Disney had the rights to that. And it was showing up on my ESPN Plus. Well, the deal went down, and Disney only gets the domestic rights in India now. And they had to spend $3 billion to get that. The other $3 billion went to some other company now called Viacom 18 that we now like to call Paramount Global. So for me, personally, in the me and my Roku, I may not be out anything because I have Paramount Plus. It may show up on there. Sports still a little itchy twitchy as where how where to find things on Paramount Plus, but they're getting there. So wow, reflections of the last show being brought to light for all of us here. That's what we do here on me and my Roku. have some fun stats for you here and as a little pat on the back to myself here a little promo um, I did a video on this segment uh, so check that out today on me and and look for power saving video or me and my Roku quickie power how to save power on your or something like that you'll see it and you'll see my face and all that good stuff check that out so that was a little exclusive for the videos now I'm coming directly to you. Brands are throwing away more than $1 billion a year in advertising spend because their commercials are playing on streaming platforms even even while TVs are off. That is according to a new study by Group M and iSpot.tv. They're finding that viewers don't always exit or pause the streaming app before hitting the power button on their TV, meaning the show and the ads could still run in the background. So this is probably what's keeping Netflix and Disney Plus up at night as they're trying to come up with 
an ad strategy platform. So are they throwing away a billion dollars? I mean, they're, they're spending money and there's really no guarantee what that conversion rate is into sales type of thing anyway. So that's, that's a side issue. So, and who's this all really affecting advertisers and brands that are trying, that are throwing money <laughs> into advertising. So to us, what does that mean? Well, for one, if we're not completely completing the process of shutdown, when we leave, so say we're turning the TV off, but we're not stopping our Roku's. What are we doing there to ourselves? We're leaving power running. We're also using data uh, that could be precious to us. And granted, a lot of things are unlimited now, but that doesn't mean that we should just be throwing data away like people are throwing their advertising spend away. So one of the things, and I showed this on the video, but I'll talk about it here, and I kind of talked about it in the past. One of the things I've done throughout the household here is I've gotten a power strip that has two outlets that are always on and one that's a control outlet. So I plug the TV into that control outlet, and every time... I turn the TV on that opens the circuit for four more outlets. Then that's where I put the Roku's or the other streaming devices on so that when I turn the TV off, then it shuts down and powers off the Roku saves me on power then. And it also is a, another thing for me is it restarts the Roku or other devices when they start back up. So if there's updates or anything along those lines, it kind of gives a refresh and I have a fresh streaming device when I turn back on. So you don't have to really feel sorry for the advertising brands, but every time you think about that and you're just leaving a show on in the background and those ads are running and you're not paying attention to it, you're causing brands to throw away more than a billion dollars in advertising, just so you know. <laughs> little fun facts and little things to help both advertisers and ourselves here on Me and My Roku. Okay, so now on me and my Roku here, I'm going to venture out just a little more. All right, we've had the little misses as a guest on the show here several times now. Now it's time to go up just a little bit further <laughs> and go to, once we get past the immediate spouse, uh, the next obvious level then is to go to the immediate family, and that's my brother. <laughs> Eventually we'll get other people out of the extended family, but for now... Let's uh, just venture out here and welcome my brother Adam to me and my Roku. Hello, sir. Venturing from the other side of the country, but with a Roku and everything, it, it doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, you are having a, a similar uh, instance what I've just had, and that is a little bout with the little thing that we've had in the pandemic world here and all that stuff. So I, I talked about what I went through and all that stuff. Was this something that you used as a way to kind of cope with the... Um, and I just realized just now that you actually had a Roku. I always... Uh, thought you did things differently, but th which is fine. There's no right or wrong. Just because I do something doesn't mean, and we come from the same lineage and all that stuff, doesn't mean we do things. We very uh, often, quite frequently, actually do things differently. But I was just wondering, uh, in your little downtime there, if this was um, your refuse or however you deal with it then. It was something that I had, what was amazing about it is that I had done some traveling to do some work. And I had been hearing about the Roku. I'd been hearing about you and your broadcast. 
and this was before the pandemic struck, before anything, anything. And uh, just seeing movies that are being released, I think at like a Target or a Walmart or something like that. There it was for like twenty some bucks or whatever, blah 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 in its box. And I think maybe it, was, it may have been a Best Buy, something like that, because uh, uh, at that time we were all still free and could go anywhere. And it was crazy because uh, anyway, I wound up in my luggage, and then while we were traveling, we were hearing word of the pandemic starting to spread and where we were doing the job um the the governor was going to start a shutdown and so but the work that we were doing was considered necessary we were like no this is no 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 so our, the company sent us home but then it's kind of like as covid is striking as the pandemic was starting wherever you were going it was going to be there too and uh, the whole time in the suitcase was the Roku. And uh, we have finally gotten back to Seattle. And Seattle was then considered safer than anywhere that we had visited, even though the pandemic was is essentially where it started. Started, right? yeah. <laughs> but at that time, then, when we got back to Seattle, it was considered the, one of the safest places to be. Uh, but then that was then the that was when you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't even go into the grocery store or anything. Everything was very, very odd and uh, rather scary. And that's where, you know, I swear, I swear in the middle of the pandemic, I'd say maybe six months had gone by. And it was when the world, nobody knew what for what for what. And, uh, you know, you turn on just a regular TV, you would just see lots of just horrible news so we plugged in this thing and i'm thinking about you the whole time and that's when we stopped and we realized that we could watch every single episode of family ties and it would play them <laughs> in sequence you could pause it you could catch up with it you could you know what have you uh yeah so you know and as far as my adventures have gone i have never i haven't delved into the Barney Miller or Carol Burnett or, you know, anything, anything from way back when, because there's still just so many things that are available uh, that just even now my subscription to Disney Plus is all available right there. Same remote control, same everything. And uh, it really got us through. And uh, also as well, when things start getting uh, when things start getting a certain way, when you're, you know, like at home, when you're stuck at home and future is uncertain and things can get kind of emotional and here's this thing at your fingertips that will take you all the way back. I mean, you can just like reinvestigate your whole self, your whole interest. And sometimes you'll see something from the past that you used to admire and you see how much crap it is <laughs> as an adult. It's amazing, isn't it? And then there are other yeah. times. So it's good because nostalgia yeah. is actually big business right now. And you don't want to go out and buy a T-shirt that's got all in the family on it and be like, yeah, remember this show? When you can go back and say, you know, maybe you might not want to be wearing that T-shirt depending on where you're living because, you know, there's just as many opinions that are against as are for four. And, uh, you know, it's mind-boggling. But, again, you know, it's also, you know, you we all remember, uh, you know, Ronald McDonald stuff. We all remember, uh, you know, cartoons from when we were kids. And we'll look back and we're like, you know, that really wasn't so hot. That's uh, amazing on, on some of that stuff because it, it can either reinforce – what you think about something. I, I, I have that with match game and all that stuff. Cause that was one of these things. I, <laughs> I was talking to the little misses about it. Uh, the, I spent 10 years, maybe more, uh, filling up 
68 hour tapes of match games. I went 15 years without it. And I was like, okay, it's right. on game show network. Now I'm not letting it go again. And now, uh, buzzer, uh, <laughs> Amazon prime even, or freebie. It's Ooh. mostly on YouTube has them all now too. Then it's just like all that work I went through, but it reinforces it. And then, yeah, you look at some of that stuff and they go, okay, here's the old Carabonetto. Oh, not maybe quite as funny as I remember, but at least yeah. still there, at least makes you think, uh, yeah, all the things that are available to now and to explore. And like you say, yeah, if you want to write your brain, you can write your brain, but Hey, if you want to reconnect or any of those lines that's there for you too then you can go back and you can find old episodes of mr rogers and bob ross i mean just even they're just even being able to do that with youtube and just even to have like bob ross on the background me as a painter growing up watching that at grandma's house all the time now there's all the bob ross like popularity you can get t-shirts and all kinds of stuff oh he's on all there's the free services too. Yeah. it's crazy yeah. uh just to be able to go back and watch an episode and even just be like i remember that one I remember he messed that up. No, I thought he totally messed that up. And then he went over it with that little fan brush and it was all beautiful again. I was like, wait, how do you do that? Right. Then it's, yeah, it's a trip. Roku is definitely, uh, um, it, it can be as entertaining as it can be educational, uh, as it can be. Yeah. Just, just rot your brain. Fine. <laughs> Sometimes that's necessary. I've talked about it on a previous episode that it can lead you down a rabbit hole if you're not careful. But on the other hand, you know, yours to explore type of thing. That's a, yeah, I still haven't delved far enough into it. I kind of gave the remote control to Lisa and she's just had at it. And I, uh, just, I overhear things in the, in the background, but it's also, it, it has been wonderful because, you can go just straight from an episode of Family Ties to an episode of The Kitchen. It's almost like you can go from Food Network to, uh, you know, 1978. Yeah. Just and, go way, and, way back. In a heartbeat. Yeah. You're not paging through tons of DVDs. Uh, you can just go back slightly is that you can find out whether something that you admired in the past is disappointing or not without it having to cost you money. Yeah. Because you can find a box set of Welcome Back Cotter that's like 10 discs deep for like 70 bucks. And you'll buy that and say, you know what? Every other episode sort of sucks. And every other, you know, it all, it's all depending. See, I don't know. I haven't seen an episode of that in decades. And so it would be a matter well, of just finding it somewhere on Roku and finding out yourself. It just like, And it wouldn't cost you $70 at Amoeba Records or it wouldn't cost you... You know, twenty five bucks at the at the thrift store. With yeah, lunch. And I'm sure you could find clips on YouTube too. I'm sure. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was asking. Well, that's the the one thing. Go ahead, sir. Oh, my battery is low at twenty percent. Awesome. So we'll we'll wrap this up here. That's fine. Uh, but it's just it's amazing on these. No, I I know what I was going to say now. It's it's amazing on these things. The people who embrace these things, like the Bob Ross and his foundation now since he's passed and all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere you can think of, he's there. Uh, type yeah. of thing, and then all these others that are so like, where is it? The animated Gilligan's Island, the and the film, <laughs> the, the animated Tarzan, and all that stuff. It's like, it's wh yeah, what, what good is it to sit in a, a vault somewhere, not going where you could? It's it's just amazing who embraces this stuff and who's who's still struggling out there. But that's why there's apps, there's Google searches, there's YouTube, there's there's different things too. Then I have always been a fan of mighty Orbots, and you have, seen, I found you have, I had it on DVD. It's two seasons. I've seen that people on YouTube 
well, I guess we're kids that played the beta tape and videotaped the TV screen. That's what it looks like sometimes to see them too. In the corner, <laughs> you know, and uh, that, that, that shows the devotion of that fandom. There was even one YouTube video of this kid, like adoles- pre-adolescent kid, explaining like a, like a DJ, like a host, of why this show went wrong. And it's just that is how deep the fandom went. So it did touch people, but at the same time, it's not successful enough for it to be anywhere. I just, yeah. So, and yeah. So, Interesting. But yeah. It, but, uh, yeah. That would be like my animated Gilligan's Island too, or Gilligan's Planet for that matter. Yeah. Either or. Anyway, Gilligan's so Planet. you've got a low battery. I've got animals going crazy and all that stuff. We can maybe have this conversation again sometime and all that stuff. Oh, he's showing me other, his animals. <laughs> he's just chilling. That's awesome. He's just going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Adam, thank you so much for doing this, and thank you for listening to me and my Roku. Stick to that Roku. Okay, kids, gather around. Not too close. We're not out of the woods yet. We don't know about monkeypox. We got a thunderstorm in the area. Lots of things going on. But let's come together just a little bit so we can have a little chit chat, little discussion about things. The bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005 have been brought to you by the Internet Archive, accessible at archive.org. A wonderful organization. Check it out today. They have a thing going on with the COVID 19 vaccine campaign toolkit. The COVID-19 pandemic has been life-changing for people around the globe and as efforts to slow the progress of the virus unfolded in 2020, librarians, librarians, archivists, and others with interest in preserving the cultural heritage began considering ways to document the personal, societal, and systemic impacts of the global pandemic. In response, the Internet Archive has launched the COVID-19 Web Archiving Special Campaign. That started back in April, and it is still going on today, and you can check that out today, along with all the other things, uh, all the other different podcasts, all the different books and movies and TV shows, anything that's been on the Internet, the Internet Archive is trying to archive along with the Wayback Machine, where you can look back and see every web page that's ever existed. Check it out today, archive.org. As I talked about in the last program, I made an executive decision, which is I'm allowed to do. And the domain that I own, me and is now forwarded to my YouTube page where you can see all my little videos that I'm doing right now. And well, you can't see that. I'm giving you thumbs up right now. That's what I do on the videos a lot. Thumbs up. Like, so check that out today. Me and uh, Sometimes it's just this podcast with the logo over it. And sometimes I'm giving you helpful tips uh, then and things that I'm just sharing that I find interesting, you can check it today. Most of them are about three to five minutes uh, long, and some are <laughs> longer, but that's okay. It's entertaining and fun, and I try and make it exciting as possible. Check that out today. The other thing I do, crazy things. Just in the background, uh, in the other room, I have computers uh, running constantly, uh, doing things that it will pay me then in gift cards and that uh, allow me to do the things that I do here in streaming at no cost to me. All I pay for is the internet service, and that's about it. And so you can check that out today. And one of the ways I do that, the one, the one I've done the longest and uh, 
probably the most safe-ish, <laughs> depending how you feel on things. Check it out today, swagbunks.radioaffliction.com. If you go to that link just the way I said it, or click on the link, that's where you get this podcast, and you can get yourself started today. Get some gift cards for yourself. You don't have to use them for streaming. You can use it however you wish. They have hundreds of different gift cards available to you today, so check that out today swagbucks.radioaffliction.com check out my videos and see my wonderful face at meandmyroku.com and check out anything that you want to check out in the internet library that's been going on for 25 years at archive.org If you want something new, you have to stop doing something old. Okay, news notes and stuff. Tubi announces exclusive multi-year deal to stream Lionsgate films. Yay! All of Lionsgate's films with commercials. But that's okay. It's free. It's fun. Uh, Lionsgate, they're going to be spinning off stars. But I'm assuming that a lot of those films are going to stay on there because Lionsgate is still going to be a stakeholder in the spun-off company, but we'll, we'll just have to see. But for now, Tubi, another notch in their belt uh, for a wonderful service there for you. Fire TV from Amazon simplifies home screen and latest update. And by simplifying, it means it changed a little word here and there. The, the interface is still a little screwy for me, but it's still nice. It's still fine. It's a little easier to find your things, like the things you've purchased on Amazon. So I have purchased full seasons of Doctor Who, and now my stuff shows up a little nicer on top of the screen. So there you have it. Amazon Fire TV's fine products. We love them. Uh, now, this is what we were talking about earlier. The report is that Netflix is in talks with Roku and Comcast to partner on the advertising tier. So any really talks that you're hearing about with Roku is probably not going to be an acquisition. It's about how to help out with advertising for the new tier for Netflix and maybe even Disney Plus. Who knows? Uh, and this is, and who knows? This is an analysis so this, someone is trying to make a buck here, a commission, Disney plus and Netflix could reach up to $1 billion in ad supported streaming. We'll see. Does Tubi do that? I don't know, but Tubi's not Netflix. So we don't. a study has found that cord cutters still want to watch cable networks and the most popular ones are discovery channel and comedy central. According to that study, good for them. And could free and supported streaming fast replace broadcast TV. And we all know the answer to that is probably not for like nights like tonight. Why I have everyone in the studio here with me is because there are storms going on. And so we might need local broadcast TV local to help us out. Now, could we do that in our phones as well and other different things? There's varying different degrees on that, but I still think that broadcast television and to be perfectly honest, broadcast TV is fine. We get now, we used to get what, four or five channels in our local area now. Now with the advent of digital, digital television, we get like 40. It's amazing. And then it's a good little 
sideline. We like you. We can't find anything on Netflix. Well, let's see what's on regular broadcast TV. We don't do that very often, just so you know. But it's available, and that's all that's important. Well, kids, I'm getting a little itchy, a little twitchy. I should get back to my Roku and let's find out on the storms that are coming, all that stuff. So this may be the last program. I doubt it. We'll be fine, but you never know. There was one little funny little thing I used to do to somebody. I used to work with them on a, on a Tuesday, and I wouldn't see them until the next following Monday or Tuesday. And they would say, well, I'll see you next week. And I said, well, we'll see. You know, I, I could have a heart attack. And then I had a heart attack, and it really wasn't kind of funny. It's funny to me now because I'm okay, but at the time, that person was very, very angry with me. But uh, so I don't want to set off any, you know, karma out there, but uh, we should be fine We'll have another podcast here too. So you can stay uh, subscribed and um, the next one will come right to you for updates and new videos that I'm coming out with me and my Roku.com. Did I say that slow enough there? <laughs> me and my Roku.com. If you'd like more information about where I get the gift cards for streaming, check out swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. And once again, a very special thank you to the internet archive for providing the bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005. Check them out today at archive.org. Follow me on Twitter at radio affliction and on Instagram at Pierre Argyle. And for questions, comments, or anything, any one-on-one conversation you'd like to have with me, please email me at meandmyrokupodcast at gmail.com. However, the best way you can help uh, with this program, support it, and all those, all those wonderful things, give it to me a big intellectual hug out there, is to subscribe. And you may subscribe to the Me and My Roku podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Ghana, Geosavin, Himalaya, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartMedia, Podbean, Pandora, and Odyssey. Oh, yes. Folks, I hope you are enjoying you and your Roku as much as I'm enjoying me and my Roku. And I'll be back with you real soon. It's over. It's all over. So, as a public service announcer, just remember, don't cross the street without looking. I do. I'm, I have a big, powerful voice, honey. You do. I'm a big, uh, kind of a big deal. So, you know, I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I heard that every day.